Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two rather strange-looking co-hosts. Here with the uh, the fresh cleanup, to my right, it is the one and only, straight out of a cowboy film from the 1920s. Menard Strong. Menard Strong, it is the one and only, Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer... Polishing his own eggs, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. What's up? Your eggs nice and polished this morning? Oh, very polished. Very Should be polished. sponsored by Manscaped. Anyway, Probably pink. Nice. And Go pink. ahead. Some pink Some eggs. A baby's ass. Anyways, uh, the divisional round has come and gone. Uh, we were all sitting here touting how good we did. Uncle Sam was one pick away. I was one pick away because, unfortunately, I... Did go against all, every better judgment I have and pick Dak Prescott, and Bruce was four for four on the weekend. So, again, yeah, just listen to Bruce. Don't listen to anything me or Uncle Sam say, and you will probably be better off as far as the betting front goes. I will say I did pick all four unders, so I give myself a little pat on the back for that one. Uh, Uncle Sam did go, oh, I think you went over on every game. Yeah, so I did. Luckily, we stay away from, from that line. Uh, but here, well, look. I think there was a lot of scoring that was taken off the board in these games. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. Um, but let's start off talking about the first game of the weekend, which, uh, really, I'll be honest with you. There was one team out of the eight left because everybody knows, obviously I wanted to see Tampa go all the way, but there was one team out of the eight that were remaining going into this weekend that I was really rooting for. Now I got to. Now I'm pretty much the only team I like left is Cincinnati. But I really wanted to see Jacksonville upset Kansas City in this game, and they fell just a touchdown short. Uh, Kansas City defeated Jacksonville at Arrowhead 27-20. to um, Jacksonville did indeed cover this game. But I'll tell you this. I really thought, Watching this game the entire time that Jacksonville may have been able to just right up until they kicked that field goal, I thought Jacksonville may have been able to to wave the magic wand and at least send this game to overtime for a minute. I don't think Jacksonville played awful. Uh, I think that Kansas City was able to their def they Jacksonville hadn't faced a defense like Kansas City. Kansas City threw things at them that they hadn't seen, and I'll say this. I think we kind of – everybody wants to talk about Kansas City's offense so much that we kind of forget a lot of the playmakers that they have on defense. Yeah, Chris Jones is a fucking monster. I mean, their defensive front can play with the best of them. And, and this weekend, I think in pretty much every game we saw outside of – well, even in the Philadelphia-New York game, we saw the team that controlled the line of scrimmage – ultimately won every single game on both sides of the ball, right? I right. think Kansas City did a great job of of stopping a lot of Jacksonville's playmakers up front. I, Kansas City didn't allow a sack in this game. Uh, whereas on the other side, Trevor Lawrence was pretty much under duress for most of the game. I, I mean – he made some throws that kind of made you raise an eyebrow at the same time when he did have time. But overall, I don't think it was the best Trevor Lawrence performance we've seen in, in these playoffs. Um, this was Trevor Lawrence's first loss on a Saturday ever, ever dating back before the Clemson days. So this, well, this game well, to me, I mean, that it is nor here nor there. Well, Going back to the line yeah. of scrimmage talk, Travis Etienne, 10 rushes for 62 yards. For some reason, and I, I don't understand why, but here we go again. Why Travis Etienne only got the ball 10 times, I don't really understand. I guess Jackson They, they rushed playing. for 144 as a team, though, the same number as the Chiefs. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think Travis Etienne was – was uh, surprisingly had the ball. good against a good defense. But, again, it's just the volume wasn't there. I mean, if you look, 
Uh, if you look at the the Chiefs running backs, Pacheco and McKinnon uh, got 12 and 11 carries respectively. McKinnon pretty unaffected, but he's more of a of a. I think McKinnon's more of a decoy to try and get it, throw him the ball. But Pacheco 12 rushes, 95 yards. You can't knock that. Um, Kansas City controlled the offensive offensively. They were able to do pretty much what they wanted, I would say, right? Pat Mahomes, 22 for 30 for 195 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he did go out in this game with a high ankle sprain, which is something to monitor next week. He was able to come back in. His ankle was heavily taped, but Chad Henney went in there. He got seven passes. He threw a touchdown. He did exactly what he needed to do to get Mahomes back out on the field. And did it effectively. He didn't. That was a hell of a drive. This that drive started at their two yard line, and and he he brought them all the way down. He brought them all the way down. And and the offensive line was just amazing in that aspect. They controlled the line of scrimmage through that entire drive. Juju Smith Schuster said something interesting after this game, and this kind of goes back to what Tariq Hill said when he left. As good as Pat Mahomes is. And this was Juju Smith-Schuster said this after the game. Anybody could come in at quarterback with this offense and that offensive line and be effective. And, and I'll be <laughs> Dude, honest that's a, That's you. a little fucking slap in the face. Well, right I, I thought the same thing. But I'll be honest with you, I don't I think he's all that he's wrong. About. I don't think he's all that wrong. I mean, they have absolute studs on that offensive line, whether it's Creed Humphrey or any anybody on that offensive line. They they know what to do. It doesn't matter who's in there. Um Pacheco, Pacheco was a monster in this Pacheco game. Pacheco has emerged as, in my opinion, a top back in this league this year. They just don't use them. They, they I mean, he got twelve <laughs> runs. You know, they what get I mean? cute and they they get away from the run. And but when they're committed to the run, when they want to commit, like they had to do with a backup quarterback in there, mm-hmm. they control the game. They could, they still ran it down their throats and moved down the field. Yeah. At the same time, going back to Juju's point. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 14 receptions for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, pretty much HR Puff and stuff could go out there and dump the ball off to Travis Kelsey, and you let him knock three guys over on his way to the end zone, you're going to score, right? So I don't really disagree with him. Obviously, though, going into an AFC championship game against who I believe is the hottest team in the league in Cincinnati, you are going to want to have Mahomes out there as close to 100% as he possibly can be. We'll see what happens. It's going to be you know, Mahomes, to Mahomes is kind of funny with some of that stuff too. You know, sometimes I think he he's a little he likes to he he should win an Academy Award for some of his shit. I I don't I don't believe that Mahomes was as hurt as he was putting on to me. Well, that's personal because if he if he had the injury the same injury that that knocked out uh, which back got knocked out the one Tony Pollard. Basically the same thing, a roll up, but Pollard was fucking done. Well, the day. They, they confirmed Pollard had a fracture. Correct. His, his was a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Where Mahomes, they're playing on grass, and there's a little more give there. So, well, they up. said, I mean, this was the same injury that sidelined Mahomes for a couple games in 2019. Okay. Um, but Andy Reid already came, he crushed all speculation. He said, Mahomes will play. He said he's rehabbing all week. Yeah, he said he felt better. It's going to hurt the day after more than right after. Well, Tape yeah. it up a little bit after a little bit, and you get back out. So there's no speculation on whether or not Mahomes. This could be a double-edged out. sword for Cincinnati next week. Well, this why? Week coming. Well, because if they want to really line it up and smack them in the mouth, this could happen. Well, I think so, too. And I will. I want to get into the well, matchup. We'll get into that bit. later. But, but – uh, they won this game. They they won it. Uh, it was not a blowout no. by any means. No. I think Jacksonville was in it right to the end. Um, and you know what? They got a lot of promise coming up next year. Well, we, we need to talk about that because I'll be honest with you. I, I kind of fell in love with the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. And, I mean, when you look at it, we talked about this a lot in the offseason. They signed a lot of guys that everybody else, nobody else wanted. I mean, who wanted Zay Jones going right. into this year? Zay Jones has come out as Christian, Christian Kirk. Who who would sign Christian Kirk as their number one or number two? Right, he That's, was the third guy in fucking Arizona. I mean, and we go in here to look at it like 
you know, they have they got a lot of guys coming up on contracts. They got veterans, year. and that was the key. Marvin Jones is still there. Well, Marvin Jones, and I think he'll, he'll possibly be gone this he's, year. He's a free agent this year. Correct. Evan Ingram's a free agent this right. year. Right. I mean, they need to re-sign him. If there's anybody that made their offense go, was Evan Ingram. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. But that's another guy. Nobody wanted Evan Ingram. Correct. And granted, he didn't have the biggest impact on this game, but he definitely had an impact on them. On, on I getting think he had a big there. impact on this game. He had some key catches in this game. Yeah, but the thing is, they, they needed somebody to... Zay Jones, it was 5 for 83, but he had a 40-yard catch. So, I mean, granted, they need they need somebody to step up a little bit better than they did. But... They this was a ragtag kind of thrown together thing. Yeah. Jamal Agnew. I mean, granted, he fumbled the season away effectively, but again, another guy who had a that that fumble uh, that cost him the kind of right. We got rid of him, but he that was another. They wouldn't have been here without him. No, you know what I mean. No, he had a key return in that game that they got lucky that the fucking kicker brought him down because that would have tied that right. game up and could have ultimately cost Kansas City that game. You know, he they. Everybody Those are on teams this teams of destinies, teams of that are built on guys. correct on a. This was a ragtag put right. to, thrown so together team. That in the and NHL when the, none of these guys had any experience in the playoffs. First a team, they hired a coach and they just sprinkled in all these guys from around the league that nobody wanted, and they made a run for the fucking cup. Yeah, and I mean, effectively, this is the thing now. Can they keep this going? You know what I mean? Because. There was a lot of guys who were big in the... I mean, it wasn't me because I love shit like this. But there's a lot of these guys, these the talking heads who were like, what the fuck are you doing paying Christian Kirk all this money? What the fuck are you doing bringing in... I mean, nobody... The thought of Zay Jones to begin this year being a top receiver in this league was mind-boggling to everybody, right? Evan Ingram. Well, because he didn't prove anything up until that point. Right. Nobody thought Evan Ingram would make a team, and here we are now. These guys are play. They are the playmakers for this team. Yeah. Um, going forward, I think Trevor Lawrence proved himself this year. There was a lot of speculation prior to this that, this could have been a draft whiff. I don't think there's any question about that now. I think Trevor Lawrence. He's probably the most sure thing I've seen in, in quite a few I years. I think he's going to, over the next couple of seasons, he's going to solidify himself as an elite quarterback in this league. I, I truly believe that. Um, going forward for the Chiefs now, I don't know if there's really a question mark after seeing this last week for this team, right? They... If Mahomes would have played the entire game and wouldn't, they scored on the Chad Henney drive. But if you had Mahomes in there the whole time, maybe they get an extra t TD up somewhere. Maybe they, you know what I'm saying? They're, even though this game was close, they were pretty much in control the whole time. Yeah. Um, right now, with the, with the remaining four, where does Kansas City rank in your eyes? I still think the road to the, uh, AFC Championship is obviously going through there. I mean, can they can they pull off the upset this week? That's the key. Well, I will be honest. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think that Cincinnati might be favored in this game. Cincinnati is favored in yes. the AFC Championship game. Um, yep. I, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Let's. Uh, I, I mean, what can you say about Cincinnati? They go into Buffalo. And we might as well go right Yeah, to let's just game. hop right to that game. Let's just go right to it. They go into Buffalo, and they came out the same way they did in the infamous DeMar Ham Hamlin game, and they came out. They have not lost a beat. They no. came out and punched Buffalo in the mouth, which this score could could have, should have been more. It should have been 21 to nothing at one point. Oh, Some yeah. bad calls down down the road. That, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not blaming anybody. The, trying to keep it. Jamar Chase had a fucking touchdown that they mm -hmm. took away. I agree. That was absolute turd. I agree. A yeah. thousand percent. Yeah, um, bullshit. The X factor in this game. I mean, it was snowy. Field was wet. Uh, Joe Mixon was the X factor for me in this game. Uh, Joe Mixon was a complete and utter monster in this game. He was the MVP of this game. I agree. He he put them over the edge. And and you know what. You have to talk about this this running back tandem now because we have a we have a top 
three, in my opinion, running back tandem in Cincinnati. Samaje Pirine, when he was put into the game, uh, he had seven carries for 33 yards. It's five yards per carry. He was doing exactly what they needed him to do when Mixon was out of the game to, to continue the offense, to have it continue to roll. Um, you can't knock it. Joe Burrow, career high rushing in the playoffs, six for 31. When it's snowy and it's 20 degrees and you are in Buffalo. Your quarterback is going to have to make plays with this. You've field. got to make the – yeah, you have to be able to make plays. I'm with not saying to be the, the next Josh Allen. We're not talking about that because that's the problem. This is the problem with the Buffalo Bills. They can't run the football. Can't outrun the ball. Period. I mean, I, I'm not saying nothing about Singletary. He's a nice little back. He's cute. But other than him, they don't have anybody. Now, I, I'm not knocking the kid. Uh, Cook. Cook. Not knocking him. I think he needs a little seasoning. He needs time. He's a nice little third down option. He's definitely not his brother. Let's No, be real here. no, he's not. Listen, it, until they get a running back, and we've been talking about this, why they didn't get on the Christian McCaffrey sweepstakes was beyond me Can I? because this could have sent him over the top. Do you, th- do you think, hypothetically, let's let's put this in perspective, if Buffalo makes the deal to bring McCaffrey there rather than San Francisco, right? Are, are, we, are we having this conversation today? Because realistically, if you look at this team top to bottom, and I'll tell you what, Josh Allen missed a lot of throws in this game, and I got yeah, a lot he, to he say was, about him, yeah. but if they had a stud running back in here, you're in you're in the one team in the country outside of Green Bay who needs Correct. must have a great running back. You must because you outside in Kansas days City. like this, <laughs> right? In days like this, you have to be able to run the ball effectively and they couldn't. Their yeah. leading rusher was Josh Allen, eight rushes for 26 yards. Yeah, it's bullshit. What? You're not going to win the, you're not going to win these hard-fought Again, games controlled at the line of scrimmage. If you don't have someone who can effectively pound the ball, you're not going to win this late night. I, I agree. Um, I agree. Hey, you know what? This goes back to the old saying, you know, you uh, running the football and playing defense wins you a championship, and that's that's exactly what happens at this point. Right. I agree with that whole Because if you're unable to run the football, a la Dallas, uh, – this is this is what happens. Uh, and this is what happens. You you become one dimensional. I and I'll, and I'll say this: Zach Taylor did a great great job. They did a great him. job defensively against uh, Josh Allen because Josh Allen. I'll tell you what, he, he's not the goods. I thought everybody thought this guy was the goods MVP this year. This that he ain't even in the top five, bud. Um, I'll be honest with you. In my eyes, and we talk about this all the time with the Cowboys. I don't want to jump there yet. Ugh. But we talk about this all the time with the Dallas Cowboys. You win 12, 13 games over the regular season. You make it into the playoffs, and you bust out, right? Granted, both these teams won their wild card games, but they should have. Buffalo is really starting to mirror image the Dallas Cowboys, where every single year they're right there. They they they're the favorites going in. I mean, it's 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 they're becoming. The uh, uh, they're the Yankees. Ridiculous! It's becoming ridiculous. They changed some overtime rules because Buffalo got. They're saying Buffalo got robbed at Kansas City. They're changing rules because of it, and, and it's just it's just stupid. It's stupid. You're gonna have to face the fact. You know what? Number one, I think not having Vaughn Miller destroyed them because they had no pass rush. No. They didn't touch Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was elusive enough to get away when they did get a little pressure on him, and he was making plays downfield. So what are you going to do? Without Vaughn Miller, they were average on defense. And they were missing quite a few guys, DeMar and and a couple other guys. And we get that. We get that. But you know what? They they don't have it. And I don't think Josh Josh Allen, if they do not find a running game for this guy, he will go down as seeing what you're seeing. They'll make the playoffs and they'll get bounced every year. Just, I mean, this is the long and the short of it. I think Joe Burrow, right now as it stands, is probably because here's the thing. 
All right. He's he's the best quarterback in the league. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. We we saw this, all right? In the league. Last year, last year, the Cincinnati was, you know, they're coming off of a three win year and they make it to the Super Bowl. Great. Now right, and they make it as a sixth seed and nobody yeah. really nobody thought they were twice. good enough to do yeah. anything. That that's all bullshit. Okay. And then now and actually they the, won the, the Super Ram- Bowl. They didn't the Rams, do anything. The Rams are already in Cancun. All right. Team yeah. fell apart. Guess what? They're still there. It's weird because they're, they're still in Cancun. Buffalo Bills right now. So, who's the Buffalo Bills right now? Cincinnati Bengals. How do you figure? They haven't won a Super Bowl yet. They should have won one last year, no, but we're not going to go there. Well, okay, but here let's 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 hold on now. So now we're two years in a row. We're Cincinnati. Yeah, but Buffalo Buffalo's been in this for three, four years now, right. mm-hmm. and they can't get over the fucking okay. hump. And let's, yeah, let's, that's true. That's true. Let's yeah, be honest true. here. Okay. Let's be honest here. If we go back four years, okay, I'll give you that. All right. Even prior to that, we weren't in a situation where Buffalo was a three-win team. We were in a situation where Buffalo and New Buffalo England were was still ex- spanked by New England every year. Correct. They were, but they were still exchanging blows. It wasn't. Yeah. Cincinnati prior to last year was a dumpster fire. Correct. Okay. They've been picking okay. at the top of the draft for the last five years. Right. I'll give you that. And. There, it would have been very easy to, to for Cincinnati to have been a one and done Cinderella team. Everybody, when when Cincinnati was playing poorly in the middle of this season, everybody's saying, "Oh, will the big question will Joe mean, Burrow?" Everybody ever, wrote them off at the beginning of the season when right. they went zero and three. Will Joe Burrow ever win a Super Bowl? Burrow when is four, his playoff window were. close? At the end of the day, this team is real. This yeah. team is for real, and and you can't knock it. And I'll say this: he's he's playing the best out of any quarterback I've seen. Agree. Uh, in the past four or five weeks, he's yep. playing the best. And out- outside Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts was hurt for a couple of weeks, I, I truly believe that Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the league. I'm going to ask now. you a question. Head up, one drive to win their prospective conference championship. You got Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts. Who are you going with? I, 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 I don't. I probably say Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. See, I'm I'm still gonna stick with Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow. Listen to me. Nobody throws the ball better than Joe. Burrow. Nobody has a nobody, nobody throws so he's more accurate. He's just dead he, on. He's dead on, and I just don't. I uh, he puts the ball in places that some quarterbacks wish they could do. Yeah. As far as a passer going, he is the best quarterback, and and I'm including Patty Mahomes in this. He's the best quarterback from oh, here out. I think I think Burrow personally looked. Much better than Mahomes this weekend, and well, I get it. Mahomes, Mahomes was playing out one foot, blah blah blah, acting and what? I mean, you can't. You can, there's nothing realistically. There's nothing you can say about Cincinnati at this moment that would lead you to believe this team doesn't have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. Uh, you, I, I think they do have what it takes. The defense is is playing good at the right time. One thing that scares me about Cincinnati, and I will say this: they didn't have an issue this week with Buffalo. But Buffalo wasn't Buffalo. They they weren't playing very well at all. Um, in fact, they were s- skeptical coming into this because they were so wishy-washy the last four or five games of the season. I, I think they got lucky to be where they're at. I think they got lucky to be where they're at, to be honest with you. Well, I'm, the, the road here wasn't all that difficult. They had, they had to beat Miami with Skylar Thompson, and they barely did that. Um, the right. last couple of the games of the year down the stretch were – yeah. <laughs> pretty They're, abysmal. They, they were mean, kind of exposed. Yeah, I, I would say. So now going forward, Buffalo's out. What what do they need to do going forward to to establish themselves to, to get over this hump? They need to because get running back. they can't beat Cincinnati, and realistically, yeah. they can't beat Kansas City in the playoffs. We've seen it multiple times now. So, well, what 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 was the one thing that gave gave up Buffalo this year? What's the one thing that you've seen going down the stretch? That really was their Achilles heel, their defense. Yeah. The defense was supposed to be this vaunted machine at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and they were. They were playing real well early. But as soon as they lost Vaughn Miller, it seemed like they just lost it. Well, I think they've relied a and little Miller, bit. And Miller too. went out. Which game was that? The Detroit game when he got hurt? It no. It was the Detroit game. I think it was the game before. The Miami game? Mm-hmm. Where he went out, and yeah, he didn't the come game back. Game two went out, and that's and when he had the knee surgery, I believe so. Yeah, it, here it is. You, Buffalo, I'd say it's their defense. Buffalo their defense needs to revamp. They have to. They, you know what? They got old quick on defense. 
Yeah, Matt Milano is a monster. The Matt guy's Milano a tackling a machine. I agree with I, that. I, I like him, and Tremaine Edmonds is just as good as he is. Absolutely. The secondary, they had Jordan Poyer as their safety. He's a little long in the tooth. Yeah. He's long in the tooth. He was they very, need to get younger on defense. He, Poyer was very effective last yeah. year. Tredavious White was very effective last yes. year. Um, and he had a bad guys, game. He had a bad guys, game trying yes. to cover. Yeah, I mean, I, I, not 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 to say. I mean, this guy's over here trying to cover T. Higgins and trying to cover Jamar Chase. That's that's two of the top guys in the league. Agree. And when you when you're able to throw as many looks at a defense as Kansas City is, because you know last year it was the Jamar Chase show and 1,800 yards and all of the above. But, but T. Higgins. But now hey, Higgins was a monster last year too. Correct, and everybody everybody wanted to call that one a fluke too. They got two number one receivers. They got two number one receivers, and I'll be honest with you, this year, go look at the numbers. Hayden Hurst, the top five tight end. Yeah, through the second half, he's of the just year. getting passes thrown. Correct. You know what? They're only throwing at him because he's open. Right. I mean, <laughs> be realistic here. Over his last couple of games, Hayden Hurst yardage wise, he, he's been up there with the best of them. And he hadn't had that kind of a year. Right. Granted, he spent some time on – he was injured for part of this year as well. True. But I will tell you this much. The guy's been effective. He's just another option for them. Yeah. He's just another option. I think Buff- this is where Buffalo – Buffalo needs a wide receiver that – you know, Gabe Davis, man, he disappears. Right. That's he disappears, consistent. and you're like, what the fuck? And, and you know – Go back I, to uh, this – That's – Personally, what I think, I, I mean, they need somebody that's consistent. Nothing against Gabe Davis. He's cute when he's running down the field when there's a blown coverage. But outside that, man, he's not been impressive at all to me. Gabe Davis, I, two, I, two for 34. It's, you know what's bad? When Cole Beasley gets decides he wants out of Tampa Bay, comes here and, and has. And the guy hasn't played all year. Right, and puts up the same numbers as Gabe Davis. Right, Gabe exactly. Davis cannot be a reliable If Gabe Davis can't be a T. Higgins then they need to find they need to else. find somebody that can. And Isaiah McKenzie's not that guy either. No, he's a return guy. Correct. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be realistic about it. Yeah. Whereas you have a receiving core with Cincinnati. Yeah, that Shakur kid that was catching some passes. Yeah. He didn't look too bad. I think 40. they need to utilize him a little more next year. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of putting Cole Beasley and these other guys in there, put this Shakur kid in there and give him a shot, man. I mean, you have Jamar Chase as your one. T. Higgins is your two. And here we go. There's another thing here. And, and granted, Tyler he had a Boyd. very quiet game. But Tyler Boyd, as your number three. He had three big catches in that game that kept the sustained drive. Oh, uh, he had one. That sustained drives. He had one catch. One though. catch. Yeah. He had a very quiet day, but it came down to you didn't really need him. No. What Mixon, what Mixon did in this game, it put them two over times. the edge. Correct. Put them over the edge. Uh, uh, moving forward, it's hard. Cincinnati's my favorite right now. Um, I, I just I disdain a lot of the other teams that are still alive, a la Kansas City, a la Philadelphia, a la San Francisco. Oh, stop. But I don't see – I. there's nothing that leads me to believe Cincinnati would be outmatched by any of the teams remaining. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Anyway. I, I guess we should just move out. on right uh, to, to a few out. teams you disdain. Yeah. Two let's, teams let's that I. Let's move on to Philadelphia. Two teams that I absolutely can't stand faced off in Philadelphia and uh, the Giants. The Giants looked awful. Let's, let's be real here. And, and I, I'll be honest with you. I think whoever whoever got martyred, whoever got ushered out to get martyred in this game was going to get destroyed. Uh, okay. The final in this one, I believe, is 38-7, to, to seven, right? 38-7? Yeah. Philadelphia completely stomped out New York. And here we go. Uh, this, you know, last week I said it's really hard to play a t- uh, team three times in a year and beat them. Well, at the same time, it's really hard to play a team three times in a year and beat them when you've seen everything they got. At the same time, Philadelphia obviously saw everything the Giants had and knew exactly how to play against them because nothing the Giants did work, and Philadelphia clicked on every cylinder. 
They had uh, well over 200 yards rushing in this game. Kenneth Gainwell, 12 for 112. Miles Sanders, 17 for 90. Jalen Hurts, 9 for 34. And even uh, your good friend Boston Scott got involved, 6 for 32. And everybody outside of Miles Sanders had a touchdown yeah, run running like the ball. That. And so you're not going to lose. The key component the of this game was Daniel Jones has looked great the last four or five weeks. My man was sacked five times. Yeah, that's it. And, and and basically, that's the ball game. Yep. Yep. You were able to keep Daniel Jones on his back the entire time. He, he didn't. Daniel Jones, out of his 15 completions and 27 attempts, did not have one pass attempt where he felt comfortable. No. Not one. And it showed from very early in this game. He and thought it, he was back at Duke. Yeah. Running away from all them right. guys from Florida it State. Was like, <laughs> yeah. He had PTSD. Yeah. I mean, running the Saquon Barkley, nine for 61. That's not enough to get it done when you, the when the team across from you is running the ball for 200 yards. The offensive defensive lines for this for the Philadelphia Eagles dominated this game. Absolute dominance. And it wasn't even close. No. It was all it was over. About halfway through the first quarter. And you want to know what's really interesting to me about this? We've watched these teams play each other, and the right. games weren't like this, right? We watched Washington play Philadelphia, and they were able to they were able to contain. What I'm saying is Philadelphia, for most of the year, ran rampant. But there have been times where they were contained. What went wrong in this because the Giants' defensive line is no no slouch, right? No, they're, they're not. Very, them two guys on the inside are, are game records. Well, correct. And and, and what happened? They, they were nowhere to be found. Right. It, is it was, that how good Philadelphia's offensive line is? I, I mean, Kelsey and the rest of these guys? I'm going to say, I think Philadelphia has one of the top three offensive lines in football. They're, they're probably number one but in the league. How? I just don't understand how it got this bad. I don't. Them guys in the middle could not get any kind of penetration Nothing. or pressure. Nothing. And, and I don't know if, for me, when, when something like this happens in the playoffs, where, I mean, you get you lose by 30, uh, and you're able to put up one sorry Matt Breida rushing touchdown, um, you were not you were not mentally prepared for this game. Well, the, the Giants, out of all the teams in the playoffs, as of that point, as at this point, we're the weakest team. Absolutely. Period. Hands, hands. I, I mean, let's not get – Overzealous they, with it, they they should have they beat played them. the weakest team going in it. Correct to get in here too. Correct. Um, I just I just didn't expect this. No way. I didn't expect them to get blown out like this. No, I no. thought it would be a close game, seven maybe ten points. Yep. I didn't expect them to get blown out by thirty points. And so now, <laughs> me as a football fan, I'm sitting here trying to assess this, and I don't know if. I know Philadelphia is good. There's no debating that. There's no debating Philadelphia is probably the most well-rounded team left in I this. agree. But, I mean, when you look across the board, do do I sit there and think that Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders, even with that great offensive line, are going to be able to go into San Francisco and do this, do what they did this week, next week? No. Well, it's not that. San Francisco has to go to Philly. Well, either way. Regardless, go up against San Francisco. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, you know, A.J. Brown relatively quiet in this game. I don't – I'm sitting here in my head trying to debate with were the Giants just completely un, uneventful, completely – No, no, I, I just think this is, this is the point of the year where you see teams that the talent level, if you don't have it, you're not going far. Yes, and I mean, and, and that's it in a nutshell. Everything in this game pointed to the Giants losing. You know, they the Giants don't have a receiver. Do? They don't have one. What is what is Daniel Jones expected to do? With yeah, Ricky throw the ball James, to himself with Ricky James, uh, who uh, Kenny Galladay. I mean, here, look at take a look at that. Take a look at that box score. Richie James seven for fifty one. The next your, your, your kick returner for was your top receiver. Yeah. Everybody your else on the returner. team only had one reception. Matt Breida, Marcus Johnson, Lawrence Seeger. I don't even know who these people are. Slayton. Slayton, one for four. That's I do not, like Daniel Bellinger. Yeah, I like the Hodges kid. I was actually shocked that they didn't try to go to him more. He I just think, wasn't open. I think the Giants knew they were outmatched in this one early, and it, and it yeah. just deflated them. Um, I think – 
next week, that NFC Championship game is shaping up to be the, the best game of the year. I, I truly think so. Well, I think both There's of these games could games be the, the best games of the year. Well, yeah. This is the week. Listen, this will be better than the Super Bowl and everything else this week coming yeah, here. Probably. This is key. Here's the, here's the million-dollar question for me, and this is more okay. of a rhetorical than me really wanting an answer right now because we're going to get the answer. We still have on. one more game to talk about. Absolutely. But you know. my rhetorical here is two, one, can, will Philadelphia's offensive line be able to play as well against the 49ers' defensive front as they did this week? And two, the one way that you're going to possibly knock Brock Purdy off is by getting to him. Does Philadelphia's defensive front, because we saw this week against the game we're going to talk about next, Dallas, who, in my opinion, had the best pass rush in the league, does Philadelphia's have what it takes to make him uneasy? I personally think Philadelphia's run stop is better than Dallas's, but I still think Dallas has a better pass rush. Will those two coincide to where if San Francisco can't run the ball at will, and force Brock Purdy to throw a little bit more, will they be able to win this game? That will answer that question in a little bit. But going forward for the Giants, Daniel Jones, not under contract. Saquon Barkley, not under contract. If you look up and down the team outside of their defense, their defense, those are the only two guys they got. Um, in well, my- I, I believe that they're going to work on a deal. Uh, I, I still think you'll see... Daniel Jones for sure will be re-signed. I think so too. I, I don't I don't think that He's, that's an issue. Barkley, it's going to be a little harder because that's going to cost him. Oh yeah, it's going to cost him and cost him big. And do they have enough faith in him to to bring him back? Well, uh, here's this is my big question: Is it worth bringing Saquon Barkley back? I think so. I'm I'm really skeptical about that. I I think it is. I, I mean, look at it this on. way: coming up even in this draft, can you get a guy to his caliber? Yes. You think so? There's one guy. Who? You got one shot, and it's B. John Robinson. His ceiling could be Saquon Barkley. Correct. The problem is, he won't be there. No. Where they're picking, you're gonna have to move. Now they're gonna have to make him at the same time. If you if you if you think about this, they have to get receiving help. There's no reason for them to play the season next year unless they get some receiving help. Saquon Barkley is going to demand. Right. Why, why are you going to use a draft pick on a running back when you need receiver? When you need a receiver. But Saquon Barkley, and we saw this, saw this with with Dallas and Zeke Elliott. You're going to pay a guy twenty. Zeke Elliott's the highest paid running back in football, and essentially he's making has almost twenty million dollars a year. More than that. Next, I believe this year he, he made, made 19. 19. Next year he's owed 25 million. You're going to pay a guy. A so, and Saquon Barkley is going to want to match that number or higher. So you're going to have to pay this guy 25 million bucks a year. And Zeke has been, let's be realistic about it, and we'll talk about it more in a second, but all Zeke is is a short yardage back. He's the guy you throw in there on third and two. Because outside of that, throughout the the the, the Home stretch of this year. And to play center. That's what he is. He ain't effective at playing center. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what the that. Giants are going to do, but I don't know with good conscience if you could. I mean, let's stop and talk about this. Look at Kansas City brings in Jerick McKinnon, who nobody else wanted, and look how effective he was in that offense this year. Like you said, what? Who said it? Like Juju said, anybody could step into that offense and be good. You know, and I believe him. I mean, I think that personally, if you may, if you get some receiving threats in with the Giants, if you give Daniel Jones some options, you can take a mid-grade running back, pop him in there, and he could be effective. I don't know if if I'm the Giants, if I am spending $25 million to put the team on Saquon Barkley's back when... To this point, Saquon Barkley's been year on, year off with season-ending injuries as well. He's been healthy all year this year, so everybody forgets about the fact that we have a guy yeah, who, what the fuck? who's 
Injury How prone. Bets were we talking about this guy going down. He you know the entire season. We got lucky this year that <laughs> yeah. Saquon Barkley. Well, this is what I'm <laughs> saying. Do, do you think years. the Giants have enough faith in this guy to re-sign him to that kind of thing? If I'm questioning it and it's not my money, right? I think they're questioning it as well. I do. I, that's why he's I do not too. under contract. That's why I right said now. I truly think you'll see Daniel Jones re-signed. Barkley is is another issue. I, I don't know. I think Dan, but there's I agree. plenty of teams out there that would love to have a Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Buffalo yeah. Bills. Yeah, pay him twenty five million. Buffalo it, Bills. He'll play six oh. games next year. Uh, you know, I, I just don't know if I could. Well, we'll see. With what a happens. good conscience, do that. Yeah. It, and I'll say this: it's because of that. It's because of the holes, right? If San Francisco was in a position where they want, they were going to pay Christian McCaffrey thirty million next year, and you don't know if he's going to, because we got lucky. As football fans, we got lucky. Saquon Barkley, I will say this about San Francisco. They they pulled the fucking string late in the year on this deal. It was at the trade deadline. It's it's like they knew where their Achilles heel was. And they because they had a bunch of guys that were average and hurt and banged up and everything else. And then they said, you know what? We're gonna make a run. We gotta do something here. And And I give John Lynch a lot of credit for, for doing this. Agree. And they're in a position to do that because guess what? They don't need to go out and draft receiver capital they don't have aging uh, rapidly offensive linemen they don't have they holes have young in their secondary. receivers a bunch of young receivers that are really talented yeah they let they let a lot of these guys go yeah they let a lot of their top guys they have go. surplus marquise godwin uh godwin or goodwin was there correct they let him bail they, have they let everybody go new york's not in that position where you could spend no. 30 million on a running back no. And with the with the off chance he gets hurt, your season is over. Because guess what? San Francisco, even if Christian McCaffrey wasn't there, they'd still be in this mix. Right. They may not be as strong as they are right now, but they'd still be in this mix. Without Saquon Barkley, the Giants aren't even in the playoffs. That's true. That that's true. And I, I will I will agree with that. That you know, we we know what they need to do. They they went up against a juggernaut, they they got slapped in the face. Uh, and the way they lost was was pretty bad. I think there was a lot of other teams that c- could have made that wild card spot and really done some damage I where these guys were unable to. If Minnesota somehow pulled off that Giants game, now looking I back Minnesota on it, Minnesota would, would have given Philly a better, better game. game. Yeah. It, it, Even though their defense was garbage. Uh, that's why I say I think the Giants went into this one completely unmotivated, completely, yeah, knowing they were completely outmatched. And, and that's sad to see. But realistically, uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia does have what it takes for to, real. to go all. They're for real. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not fake by any means. As much as I hate to see it. But anyways, uh, let's move on to another game where I hate both teams. Oh god, um, the Dallas Cowboys. Every I I, I don't year. I don't hear Joe Buck talking about how incredible. Dak Prescott is. Well, here we go. And I'll be Joe honest Buck with Buck. you. I'll be honest with you. I, I was watching. They came out with this. Brady was mic'd up for the game they played against San Francisco. Who? Tom Brady. Why? He was mic'd up against the game the Buccaneers played against San Francisco. Okay. And you were able to see through those three minutes how unmotivated this Buccaneers team was and how just I, depleted they were. I'm going to say this 1,000%. That wild card game that Dallas smoked them in, Tampa Bay lost that game. Tampa Bay was that fucking atrocious, and it made Dak Prescott look like an MVP caliber quarterback, and I got news for you. Dak Prescott is exactly what we thought he was. The Dallas Cowboys are exactly what we thought they were. Three things guaranteed in this life. Death, taxes, and Dallas completely shitting. The the best player on the Dallas Cowboys is C.D. Lamb. Oh. And Mecca Parsons. Outside those two guys... Everybody else could go. Forget about it. And you want Although to Demarcus Lawrence did have a great game. Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, he, he was there, and he stud. was there to win. Yep. And, and I'll give him that. He put his heart and soul out on the field for this game. And, and, and let me tell you something. Dallas has got a lot of fucking issues. Number one, they need to get rid of their coach. If Mike McCarthy's still coaching this team next year, it's a travesty. Well. It's see, a fucking travesty. Did you see them ask Jerry Jones after the game if they, if he was considering moving on from him, and he said absolutely not? Well, I'll there, got, there you go, Jerry. Guess what? You're going to die without hey, a fucking Super Bowl. Hey, I'll be I'll be brutally honest with you. I think that was a bold face fucking lie. 
Well, Jerry Jones is a liar. You saw the heat in his eyes. You yeah, saw the rage. That, I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. He, yeah. It, well, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this. When Jer Jerry Jones is not going to fucking deal with it. No. When when the owner looks at looks at the press and he goes, "What happened today was absolutely sickening." <laughs> If I was yeah. Dak Prescott, Zeke yeah. Elliott, Mike McCarthy, if I was the guy who washed the jock straps, I'd be I, worried about I, I, my I job. I would be worried about my job. Yeah. If I, you know what? And and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think at this point, what do, what does what does he need to do? Jerry Jones. Yes. Now, do do you take the young guy that's your offensive coordinator and, and promote him to coach? If Here's because he is a candidate. He is being yes, looked being at talented. by other teams and whatnot. Does he have any faith in him? You want me to be honest? I'll give you the real synopsis of what I think Dallas needs to do. There are plenty of teams out there that need a quarterback. There are plenty of teams out there who need a quarterback that are not currently a contender. They're locked into this guy. Someone would take him. They're locked in. Dak Prescott? Somebody oh my would. Who, who take would be dumb enough? You got to find the right. You got to find the dumb enough team. I, I mean, the Commanders, but Washington, Carolina, Atlanta, the Jets. Do you think it's that? Jets. Look at Dak Prescott. Wow. Do you think it's Dak Prescott, or do you think it's the system that they're playing? I think it's both. Uh, but Roberts. But no, it's not Roberts. Here's okay. this is what you got to do. All right, because if you, you had are your Jerry back. Jones. Hold on, you had your backup in there because Dak got hurt in the game against Tampa. Mm -hmm. He got hurt. You brought in your backup. Your backup won six fucking games for you. This is what I'm saying, though. And as soon as they make the as soon as they make the change, Prescott was garbage from there out. Dak Prescott. I, Dak I, Prescott. I don't, I don't know. Dak Prescott has a he makes one, bad decisions. He has one fatal flaw, and that's in big games, his motor gets too spun up. He he looks. He you could see it. You want to know who Dak Prescott's like? Garrett. He's going a thousand miles an hour and doesn't know where he's going. And ultimately, he's what all over happens the is, is yeah. you know they're doing everything they can. He's he's out there fighting for his life, but he's moving at such a high rate of speed he's not that he's anywhere. not thinking about what's happening and shit gets fucked up. Point blank period. Finger gets cut. Dak Prescott cannot he does not work well under extreme high pressure. And that's why the Cowboys are always here. He is, and I, I think is the older he gets, the worse it's getting. It's it's getting worse. The where it should be getting building. better. He should be making smarter decisions, and it's not. And, and he's not. And that and that's an issue. The pressure keeps building year after year for Dak, and I think Jerry Jones ultimately. Da Dak would be a nice backup somewhere. No, where the pressure's what? not on. I, I know it sounds stupid. Dak would be a good starter somewhere where there's where the pressure's not on him. Like yeah. where New England. No, absolutely fucking not. But uh, like a uh, Carolina in Atlanta, somewhere where there is no expectation. Correct. That's what I'm <laughs> okay. saying. And if he gets them there, it's all. No, I, I don't believe that because Arthur Blank is, is not the. Uh, I'm just type using. Coach I'm using examples. At the end of the day, Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and right. you got Jerry Jones sniffing your ear, and you have the biggest media room in, Listen, in the Jerry, entire league. Listen, Jerry Jones threw out the coach that won three fucking Super Bowls because they couldn't get along. Right. But why is he playing with guys like Mike Mc, Mike McCarthy? Because you're and, and, and is that is that just me? You're grasping. Jerry Jones is in a very Jason Garrett. Mike McCarthy, what are we doing here? You what are gotta we doing? Put in, you gotta put in the guy who Sean Payton. Sean Payton Sean, would be a fucking what? monster with this team. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would. As long as Jerry Jones would stay out of it and let Sean Payton couldn't do it. Run it. Couldn't do it. He can't do it. Correct. He can't so, do it. That's the reason why Jimmy Johnson left. Because he wouldn't keep his fucking nose on. So this is what if Jimmy if Johnson Jerry yes, Jones in his cack. Listen to me. This was before that. <laughs> he couldn't stay out of it and let J Jimmy Johnson run it. Jimmy Johnson was very successful, and guess what? Jerry Jones just had to, had to try to throw his dick in there to swing a bigger <laughs> dick, and it didn't work. You know why? Because Jimmy was like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Okay. But th this is my philosophy on Am I wrong? the Dallas. No. But this is my philosophy on the Dallas Cowboys. If you're Jerry Jones and you want to see a Super Bowl before you're in a crypt, 
You get rid of, and Dak he's not Prescott. going to. You get rid of Dak Prescott, and you get whatever you can get back for him. You have to cut ties with Zeke Elliott. Okay. Yes. Now yes, I agree. Now what we have is a lot of cap room, and you go out and you do what you need to do to bring in, not necessarily via the draft, but there are quarterback options out there who may not be as talented as Dak Prescott when Dak Prescott is under no pressure in the regular season, but can work better under pressure, a la Jimmy Garoppolo, because we've seen him go into playoff games and win over and over. Hey, Cooper Cooper Rush didn't do a bad job while he was in. Adds an insurance policy yeah. no, I to agree. a guy that you already have on your roster that you've seen can play well. And guess what? I would say you have an open competition between Dak and, and Cooper Rush, and the winner of that, the winner of that is the backup. Here. Listen, you if Dak Prescott is on this roster, with the amount of money he is owed, he will never not be the starter. So the only way to do this effectively and erase all question is you move on from him because right. he will not win you a Super Bowl. So pa- Pollard's your starting running back next year yep. after Zeke, and you you got to send Zeke pack, and unless you want him to, you know take pictures with the fans at, at Cowboy Stadium and have him walk around and sign memorabilia or something. All right. You give him that job because, yeah, you know what, I, I'm not I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but it's obviously he is not the player he was a couple of years ago. Here we go. There's a couple, there's a couple of ways to fix that. Obviously, the Dallas Cowboys need that guy. If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm moving on from Dak. I'm figuring out a, a quarterback situation that's a lot quieter. I'm moving on from Zeke. I'm giving the, Tony Pollard 30 handoffs a game. I'm bringing in somebody to supplement him, uh, a, a, a guy who you don't pay $25 million a year to. You pay $2.5 million a year, and you get production like Jerick McKinnon did in right. Kansas City. And I'm rolling with CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Noah Brown, I'm trying to bring T.Y. Hilton back for one year. I'm going out and I'm making Odell Beckham an offer, and it's, hey, I'll pay you, you know, a couple million bucks to come here, and you can smile and sign autographs, but keep your fucking mouth shut and don't piss yourself on an airplane. And guess what? Now you have a Dallas Cowboys team, and you leave the defense exactly as it is. Now I, you have I a Dallas Cowboys team. They can get a younger guy in the draft, receiver wise, but to help. Them. But I'm not talking about Odell Beckham as being effective. I'm talking about Odell Beckham as the Dallas Cowboys have to have that guy like Zeke Elliott that they can parade around and jump right. in and out of the fucking Salvation Army well, that's, bucket. That's what they should do with Zeke Elliott. I mean, but does he does he really want to play? Does he really want to play after this year? Who Zeke? Yes. For the Dallas Cowboys, no, but I mean, guess what? I mean, does he really want to play, period? Can I ask you a question? Who's what would take him? What would you do for $25 million a year? Oh, I would stand there. I, I would I would be the backup. I'd be Jerry Jones' fluffer for $25 yeah. million a year. So buffer? guess what? His buffer? His fluffer. <laughs> so guess what? Zeke's going to, as, as long as they're going to have him, he's going to stay there. Yeah. That's we'll see what happens. Guess what? This game was... was uh, was a defensive juggernaut this game. I thought uh, Dak Prescott was Dak Prescott. Yep. Um, the 49ers, their offensive line didn't show up till about the fourth quarter. I'm going to tell you this and, right and now. Once they showed up, the whole game changed. I'm going to say this right now. In my opinion, out of the four remaining teams, the 49ers the weakest team. I agree. I saw that. I, I totally agree. You want to know why? Brock Purdy... If, if he's throwing down the seam, down the middle of the field, he's fine. But if Brock Purdy has to actually read a defense and throw the ball outside, it's just not there. If Dak Prescott didn't gargle balls, all right, and Mike McCarthy, Cavante Turpin his way out of this game, if that happened, the 49er, my prediction would have held true. Because I agree. guess what? I agree at that Brock point. Purdy, Brock Purdy – did not did not look crisp. He wasn't making great throws. Um, you know, Elijah Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey had 85 yards respectively. They weren't able to run the ball at will like they have been. All right, they nobody on the team could cover George Kittle. Great, but uh, well, that was the thing. George Kittle had to make two catches in the middle of the field that were incredible <laughs> catches that well, got that him you begin position to score. Correct. And here we go. Brock Purdy, realistically, there's a reason why he was the last pick in the fucking draft. And when you have this much talent around you, you're going to look good. But at some point, pressure is going to crack the pipe. And Dallas was this close. If Dallas's offense could have played 
mildly effective and not made mistakes, right. they'd be in the NFC Championship game right now. And for San Francisco, here's a warning. Philadelphia is Dallas, but doesn't make the mistakes. Correct. And their running back can run the ball at will. Or their quarterback can run the ball at will. So, Philadelphia, as much as can, I hate can, to say can, it. Here's the thing. Can San Francisco gut up another performance like they did this weekend? Can they can they get themselves up to gut up another game like they just but played? I'll, this and is that's what a, I'm it say. took a lot out of them. If this was Frisco's gut up, they will lose this week. That was their gut up. Okay. We've seen their gut up. The defense is what you thought it was. They they got to Prescott. They made him uncomfortable. He he was he did all the things that Dak does. Did all the, the first the Dak first does. possession when Dak threw a pick. What happened? What happened? He missed his target by about six yards. I mean, it was awful. And that was a horrible throw. Didn't know where he was throwing. The DB made a great jump just to fucking catch the ball. I think Dak was throw, trying to throw the ball away. I think so too. I, 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 you know what it looked like? You know that Brady pick he threw in the end zone last it, week? It looked like that. It looked like that. Yeah, it, it looked that exactly bad. like that. Um, it was either that or was he paid? Was uh, I, I, I mean, it was horrible. It was, it was horrible. Awful. So don't talk about the 45-year-old guy throwing fucking horrible passes when you see a premier, paid, premier correct. paid quarterback in this league doing fucking much worse. Thank you. Wow, you just defended Yes, I did defend him there. You know why? Because there's a lot of quarterbacks in this fucking game right now that don't deserve to be there. One is Brock Purdy. The other one is Dak Prescott. And if I keep going down the fucking line, I'm going to expose a lot of people. <laughs> um. So this is my question for you. Yes. George, George Kittle was the MVP in this game. Absolutely. Okay. But he was the MVP just because I said he had to make two circus catches just yes, to fucking keep this game catches. as close as it was. They were. I, I'm gonna. This is the real. This is the real deal now for me. The, the and that Shanahan got a little bit smart at the beginning of the fourth quarter yep. when he lined it up and started punching him in the mouth when they Bingo. were tired. That was, that was key. If Kyle Shanahan wants to be in the Super Bowl, all right, you see that stat line from Brock Purdy, 19 for 29? No, no, no. It better look the exact same way, just with less less attempts. Yeah. That number yeah. for Christian McCaffrey, 10 for 35. Needs to go up by 10. That needs to go up by 10. And that number for Elijah Mitchell should stay exactly the same. Yeah. Because the only way this team stands a chance of beating the Philadelphia Eagles is if, between Elijah Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey, you got almost 30 rush attempts, 30-35, yeah. and they can run the ball for 200 yards. Da Dallas's defense played outstanding in this outstanding. game. Outstanding. I thought they were, they were money because this game would have been out of control if they weren't playing at the level they were playing at. And both teams played great defense. And the 49ers defense at one point – they, they were off the chain. I mean, they were flying to the ball. They oh, were flying to the ball. Absolutely. On both sides. Both defenses were incredible. That's why you had a 19-12 to 12 game. Agreed. Period. Agreed. The problem is this. If San Francisco is going to go in there and put 19 up against Philly, they're going to lose. They're going to fucking lose and lose by 20. I don't know about 20. but They'll, they'll lose by 15. They'll lose by 15. If they go in there, put 19 up against Philadelphia, they'll lose by 15. They... San Francisco's got to run the ball down their throat. Yeah. We've watched it. They have to. The if Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders were able to beat the Philadelphia that, Eagles. That was the blueprint. And, and that was the blueprint. This. Run the ball 40 times. The, their best run stopper didn't play in that game either. So, I will say this. Their defense is, uh, they're obviously a well-rested team. They played one less game than everybody else did. Uh, the defense is clicking at the right time. Agree. They were very, very good against the run. And if Saquon Barkley can't run, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that Christian McCaffrey's not as good as Saquon Barkley because I think he's better. If they can't get production out of McCaffrey, it's over. It's over. Agreed. Agreed. That's my, my opinion. And guess what? Brock Purdy should be the third-string guy just like he is, period. Brock Purdy is a third-string fucking quarterback in this league. I, I don't know why everybody. Well, I get it. It's it's the cool story. It's sort of like Gardner Minshew was. Remember with yeah. his dad, his little mustache, all that fucking shit. That's all great. That's all cute. I I get it. I but think guess Gardner what? Minshew's better than Purdy. Dude, it is what it is. 
is what it is. Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback hey, than Brock. Oh, that's Stop here for a second. You know? Don't forget, Blake Bortles took took the Jaguars to an AFC Championship game. Yeah, but All Blake right? Bortles, Blake, you know what? Let's Blake, be real here. Good defense and a good running back takes you places. It does. Okay? It does. Um, We know this. So, with that being said, uh, later on in the week, we will bring you guys our full uh, – Breakdown of both championship games. Okay, who 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 do you like going forward right now? You're gonna have to wait till Friday to find out. Oh, come on! Gonna have to wait till Friday to find out. No, I'll tell you why. Like right now, (laughs) you're gonna have to wait till Friday Friday to find out. Son of a um, bitch! Listen, make sure to follow our socials: Instagram and Twitter at. Don't follow me. I don't like people. Instagram at Sal Sig. Don't don't follow me at Tip Balls Podcast. He has a TikTok too. Who does? You're on TikTok now? Do I have a TikTok? Yeah. I don't even know. Do I really? <laughs> yeah, because I sent you a TikTok through text message, and then when I opened it, it said it was some Sal Sig like, TikTok. Oh, like, one of the I girls thought. made that for me, probably. Oh. Well, you need to start posting on there. I, Anyways, I don't know what it is. Um, If you're listening to us on I don't Apple even, or I, Spotify. I don't have the app. Okay. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify. I got Instagram and Facebook. That's it. And Twitter. Can I finish oh. my outro? Sure, I'm sorry. Figure out how to get TikTok on your Go ahead. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, check us out on YouTube. Watch us there. Remember to ring the bell and subscribe. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Or uh, we'll be back. Uh, I don't know. It comes out on Friday. Our full predictions from the AFC. and, and Friday or Saturday. Whatever. We'll see us again. <laughs> One of these fucking days, I don't know. Championship weekend. We'll be back. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good week. Am I perfect?